and welcome to Food Neighbourhoods on Monocle Radio. My name is Monica Lillis and once again we visit the places locals love for their food and drink. The city of Berlin is somewhat synonymous with the word cool. The metropolis oozes with the kind of style that no matter how many leather jacket clad imitators line its streets, still feels entirely unique. And while these uber trendy folk and their many pretenders are dotted in all corners of the capital, there's one particular boulevard they're known to congregate a street where the food and drink offerings have stepped up to their demands. Monocle's Paige Reynolds takes us on a tour of Weserstrasse. Situated to the south of the city, in the district of Neukölln, Weserstrasse is a 2.5-kilometre stretch that slinks its way down from Hermannplatz U-Bahn station and runs parallel to the Landwehr Canal, an offshoot of the River Spree. The endless Rolodex of hip bars and cafes that line the strip today are a prime example of the citywide gentrification that has permeated Berlin since the mid-2000s. Whether this is a good thing or a bad thing depends on who you ask, but there's certainly no end of places to debate the topic over an excellent coffee or a dimly lit tipple if you do end up on this buzzing stretch. Buzzing though it may be, Weserstrasse offers a relative calm compared to the raucous bustle of nearby streets Karl Marxstrasse and Sonnenallee, where bustling Turkish restaurants and supermarkets speak to Neuken's past. In the aftermath of the Second World War, on October 31, 1961 to be precise, Germany signed a post-war employment treaty with Turkey. This treaty enabled Turkish guest workers, Gastarbeiter as they were known, to set up shop in West Germany and help rebuild the country's infrastructure. These workers not only transformed the socio-economic fabric of Berlin, but had a huge influence on its food culture too, and many of them flocked to Neukölln. Weserstrasse still carries some of this influence, but is really a different beast. A sensible starting point for discovering all it has to offer is at the Wildenburgstrasse intersection. Just up from the infamous leftist establishment K Fetish, we find its slightly chicer neighbour companion. Like most cafes in the capital, it has a no-laptop policy, so bring a book and sip on your tasty flat white while sampling its ever-changing selection of baked goods. And if, like me, you've not much of a sweet tooth, you're in luck. The chewy focaccia with olive oil and artichoke is freshly baked in-house and utterly divine. If that's not touched the sides, you'd be worse off than heading to Australian brunch mecca, Dots a place known for its very generous portions. Go for a classic hummus avocado spread with a poached egg and side of bacon for a slightly healthier choice. But for those really looking to indulge, try the spongy, sky-high stack of pancakes served with berry compote, maple butter and vanilla cream. Whatever the weather, the 20 or so covers that constitute dots fill up pretty fast, so reservations are recommended. And if you're also soaking up the city's infamous rave culture, don't fret. Frühstück at Dots is served until a leisurely 3pm. With breakfast out the way, potter in and out of Weserstrasse's great selection of vintage clothing shops or take a quick detour down the canal to work off those pancakes. At some point, if you walk far enough up the riverbank, you may look across to see throngs of cool-looking young things sipping on coffees and tucking into warm buttered baguettes. 
this would be La Maison, a French bakery that proves a great stop-off spot for that extra caffeine boost or for anyone with a fondness for people watching. Back across the canal to Weserstrasse, as lunchtime approaches, the options are somewhat endless. But for the falafel lovers among us, one option stands out. Sudanese establishment Sahara Imbis. Dotted across the city, these falafel joints are known for their signature peanut sauce. Silky, delicious and coming in under five euro, I developed a somewhat codependent relationship with the place in the month I spent in the city. If you're all falafeled out, and I don't blame you, and you fancy something a little, well, fancier, head to Boyster Bar. Sat pretty in its white-tiled and wood-panelled interiors, you'll find French bistro-inspired fare. Steak tartare, a plate of hearty mule frites, and even more delectable treats for the veggies. The menu is seasonal, so it's hard to make promises, but heaps of glazed celeriac and Jerusalem artichoke were sighted on my last visit, and the convivial atmosphere is reason enough to make a visit. Whether you're a few cocktails in by now or not, it's time to hit the bars, the thing I believe Weserstrasse does best. From the shabby to the sleek, there's something for everyone here, but for an afternoon tipple, I'd keep things classy and head to one of the street's independent wine bars. Motif Vine and their all-knowing staff are well-placed to recommend you an excellent glass or bottle of something au naturel. When dinner time comes around, you may or may not need to line your stomach. But if you do, head over to W Pizza for a sourdough delight. Fresh out of the pizza ovens in their open kitchen, come all the Neapolitan classics and specials that never disappoint. Think Nduya, mozzarella di buffalo and ricotta galore. And finally, to round the day off, yep, you guessed it, we're back at the bar. From the smoky, dark corners of Heiner's, an institution of the Neuken hipster scene, to queer bar silver future, the best plan is to have no plan at all. Come freezing winter nights or balmy summer eves to soak up Weserstrasse's unique vibe like a true local, simply go with the flow. For Monocle in Berlin, I'm Paige Reynolds. Thanks, Paige. And for more food and drink stories, tune into the menu every Friday at 20:00 London time. I'm Monica Lillis. Thanks for listening. <laughs>